and welcome to Stephen Rollins Beer Podcast. Number 238. Merry Christmas, Steve. Merry Christmas. How was your Christmas, Roland? I was excellent. I I'd say had confidently. the turkey and the cranberry and crackers and... Yeah, we're recording this before Christmas. We're like dirty liars. This is the day after last one. And actually, in much better mood today. Um, Steve is much that. more cheerful. My and... tooth hurts slightly less. But you still haven't asked the question. Oh, no. Go on. What facts can you bring me about 238? I need to know some facts. Rule 238 of the Highway Code is you must not wait or park on yellow lines during the times of operation shown on the nearby times plate. Good to know. That is Useful good. to know. That's a very practical one for Christmas. Practical one, yeah, for Christmas. I thought it was quite festive too. I nearly, <laughs> I nearly rolled out that there's a bus service that goes from Washington to Sunderland called the 238, which is called the Black Cat Service. Oh, okay. And Black Cat is the nickname of Sunderland, which is my team. Yeah. yeah. But also but I, I didn't use that one. I used the highway code one. I thought you'd... I was going to use uh, Section 238 of the Insolvency Act as well, which is another one I'm quite uh, <laughs> up on. But, um, yeah... So we've got beer. Um, we have beer from Hawkshead, a brewery that is quite well known to us both. I think Indeed. I've drunk a lot of their beers. Yeah, I was there earlier this year at the, the beer hall, which is very fine. This is NZ Pale Ale, yeah. which is a beer that you introduced me to, because I'm pretty sure way, when we were starting to get into beer, I think first trip to, I think it would have been Cottage Winesy, actually. Mm-hmm. You, you pointed to one of the shelf and went, have you had that? And I went... No, and you went. How can you not have had that? That's like that's amazing, mm-hmm. and um, I've loved the beer ever since. Yeah. So, do you, tell us a little bit about Hawkshead. What do you know so, about them? We Hawks, don't read in the label. Hawkshead are uh, fifteen years. They've been going now. Yeah. And it's been a big year for them because they've got a a brewery in the Lake District in Staveley. Yeah. Which is a twenty barrel brewery. Um, I did the, the brewery tour there earlier this year and they've got the beer hall attached where you can go and drink drink their fine beers and, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year they got investment from an outside source. So they've got mm, money from like Halewood, uh, who sauce. are... <laughs> <laughs> Halewood don't make sauce, but if they did... Mm-hmm. No, uh, Halewood are a big UK wine and spirits involved kind of in the industry make sauce. but they don't do they aren't beer Hellsman's make mayonnaise Hellsman's makes mayonnaise <laughs> this is helpful Perry <laughs> um, so I'm just thinking about sauce what that means is uh, they've now got a load of money and they are now going to build themselves a new brewery they are still keeping the old one so now they're going to, the 20 barrel brewery is now going to be their small batch brewery <laughs> And the the big stuff's going to go to a 40-barrel brewery, which is being built nearby, uh, but at a slightly different site. And they're going to use the 20-barrel they've got at the moment to do more of the small, unusual stuff, which is nice because what you have seen over, the, I would say, is that we've seen a little less of their different stuff recently and a bit more of their their major kind of stuff. Mm. Is this new branding? It is new branding, isn't it? I'm um, not imagining it. They have rebranded, I think it was a couple of years back now. Yeah? Yeah. Shows us it's how long since I've had some, so uh, I'm not overly keen on the new branding. I kind of get its appeal. Yeah. But I, I'm, not, I'm not blown up. And I used to be quite, I used to quite I like, like their branding, it. I seem yeah. to remember. I agree with um, you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nice. So 6%, six, six percent, uh, IPA? 
Yeah. Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. So the head brewer is from New Zealand. Um, Good day, mate. Oh, oh. We'll, we'll, we lost our New Zealand viewer listener as well there. Oh, sugar. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically he he came to the UK working in breweries here mm. and did all like the cast beer and learnt the brewing stuff that we do here. But when he ended up at working at Hawkshead doing their kind of traditional, what I guess were relatively traditional kind of beers at that time, he was like, what could I do? I love New Zealand hops because I'm from New Zealand, know all about that kind of thing and, and that option that's there. And that was, for, I think for a lot of people, this was the first time we really saw New Zealand hops being put big front and centre mm. in a beer like this. Yeah, I mean, I think the New Zealand style has become, like, you know, these New Zealand pale ales have become very you know, prominent, haven't they? I've seen mm. lots of them. And, um, you know, the, the, the hops that seem they come from there, you know, are the more... Uh, new worldy American-y kind of you know that that's that more that style than the traditional English hop if you like um, and I'm always kind of quite impressed and um, pleased when I find a, a New Zealand pale ale yeah. they rarely disappoint you know what you're going to get and um, you know at six percent like we talk a lot on this I mean 238 times we talk an awful lot but <laughs> we talk about we hate mislabels misleading us yeah. And I saw this label the first time I ever saw it in the old packaging yeah. and went, I know exactly what I'm going to get here. And I got it home and I wasn't disappointed. I yeah. knew exactly, I got delivered what I was expecting. And so I, 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 I think that New Zealand pale ale tag, as much as it's a little bit hipsterish and a little bit cool, I like it because it allows me to understand what's coming because yeah absolutely know, are we going to start calling everything by where the hops come from no we're not well, like, but, and they've but got... for the, in this case I think it's, it fits perfectly yeah. and I'm quite happy that it is because it just, it's just easier well when you actually think about the, the phrase New Zealand Pale Ale it doesn't say it's not that specific mm. but if somebody says to me NZ Pale Ale I think Hawkshead NZPA mm. I don't think anybody else's Pale Ale brew with New Zealand hops yeah and I think that's a reflection but, but, but of when that, that moment that they were the ones brewing it before other people yeah. really. But I still like the that. New Zealand Pale Ale tag. Yeah. I do like it because it, it just it, it helps a little bit more. Mm. Because how often have you had a pale ale and gone, oh, that wasn't quite what I was expecting? Because pale ale is such a broad term. Isn't it? It could be it? anything. Yeah. It's like saying stout, you know, and, and yeah. stouts can be such a wide church. Exactly. Like, I think the only one it really like I, the only one I feel out of the descriptors for beers that really fit is lager. I feel, I feel yeah. lager is much much narrower. Well, lager's got like range. a defining characteristic. Yeah, it must be this kind of yeast, and that gives it a certain flavour. Yeah, but every but but even a saison, I've I've tasted oh, yeah. a lot of different saisons, and you know, and you you're looking at yeast there, but I, I, but I, yeah, I but your yeast could be different. That like this yeah. is this is yes, you say this is such a broad church. Um, this one has got a little brother, so et I. I'm probably my pronunciation is probably terrible. It's I T I, which yeah. is like the the lower ABV, like the session strength version of this. Okay, and is pleasant, but I, yeah, you know, it's one of those ones where I do like. Is the it ABV. a sign of my alcoholism that six percent is a session beer? It's only becoming American. Like that's American uh, strength session. Like, but but like for me now, and, and this is a lot because of what you just said there. Yeah. Is for me a pale ale, and, 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 and definitely an IPA, below six percent. Rarely makes me happy. Yeah. Like you know, I, I think you need that alcohol burn, that little bit of like more body and flavour um, coming through, and not necessarily the 
having it to fall over. It's more for the flavour and the taste. Well, I think it's a matter of, of context a lot. Like, I still really enjoy, like, 4%-ish cask, hoppy cask at the start of the night. If I go out into a, into a pub, I will often have... There's got a really good, like, the hop in, when I get there, they normally have Mallinson's, which is, like, 4 to 5%, single hop, pale beer. And I always have a half of that first thing through the door, and I always really, really enjoy it. I, re- I wouldn't stay on that all night, and I probably would work up the, the scale, because you can't enjoy those ones... If you start on something like yes, this, yes, no, you can't. That, that's true. But I, I, I've got a bit of an admission to make. I don't know how comfortable I feel about this. Oh, but nothing like, too intimate. No, well, kinda. I've kind of gone off beer in pubs. Yeah, I, I'll I'll sympathise because it's been quite a while since I've drunk beer in a pub. Mm. Like I like, I like the beer there. And personally, it's, it's mainly not, a problem with the pub. Do, yeah, nobody. I don't think it's necessarily even the pub. Like, so the problem I have when I go into a pub now, and if yeah. I go into like a really good bar that has you know great beers and a good yeah. selection, even if they've got twelve amazing beers, I kind of fell into this like tonight is pale ale night, tomorrow is you know stout yeah. night. Like, I, I get into a thing where like I'm going to enjoy bit, um... that section of beer, and if you go into a pub, you got three beers and you're done. And you're just like, ah, I don't want yeah. to go back to that. Like, I want something different, you know? And and maybe this is, I mean, I think this is another problem with, I, I don't feel I can have the same beer all the time. Yeah. Like, and, and I hate this because I know my favourite beers in my head. I like. It's terrible, isn't yeah. it? When you kind of feel like, I want, I know that I want to support these breweries and beers that I love by drinking them lots and being enthusiastic. But there are just some, some beers that, like, so we're going out tonight for our Christmas party after work and we're going to end up in spoons yay and spoons is grim but I know in spoons <laughs> that if I stick on punk bottled punk I'm going to be okay yeah it's going to deliver I'm not going to have it'll the best do, night of my it'll life it'll do the job but it's going to deliver flavours that I kind of enjoy it's going to do the job but I know I'm going to look at a punk clip when I get there and go oh I'll give that a whirl and I'll get a third through the point and go oh, why didn't I do this why didn't I just have the punk you know to my, my big issue with pub the reason I don't go to pubs as much as I kind of feel like I should go to pubs yeah. is convenience mm. like I, I've got to go it's a good well, you've, also, you've also got no friends that too so you end up standing on your own I, I would be on my own I've got to go at least half an hour to get to something that where I, I absolutely want to drink there that I really value and I, I was in Birmingham recently and I nipped into Tilt I had a very nice beer there in the corner in the middle of the shopping day you know, and that was really nice. It was a great break from the city to have a really nice beer um, in a nice place. But then it's like, well, after one, there's only so long I want to sit in the corner on my own, well, let, the, even the, when there's some nice beers to drink. But then the other thing is, if you are sitting in the corner on your own, the rate that you drink the beers is far yeah. more than you would drink them at well, home. And, I also know and within, within an hour and a half, you could be quite chaotic. Yeah. It's And I've, I've then got to travel home. So I then got another hour's journey, hour and a half journey or something on top of that. Which I, you know, if I drink at home, all I've got to do is walk to my kitchen. Yeah. Well, you know that like last year I moved house and uh, I moved into the countryside, um, and 
you know, if I go out, it costs me 20 quid to get a taxi to yeah. town and a taxi back. So before you start paying for overpriced beer in the pub, I'm already... We've gone way off track on this. We should maybe talk about track on this. Um, so, um, well, actually, kind of on track, the beer hall at, um, at Hawkshead, really nice place to drink. I went there, the service was really, really good. Uh, went there with my wife, who um, isn't a beer drinker. And amazingly tolerant. Yeah, amazingly tolerant. I was there drinking beers. She had cups of tea, and we sat in the corner in the middle of the day, having a, a natter and watching people coming out. They've got people in with their dogs, people in with their, their kids, taking a little stopping in through. It had a lovely feel to it. The service was great. The beer was very tasty. Yeah, well worth a any visit food? if you find yourself up that way. Uh, they did have food. I didn't have any. Uh. So, I'm I, I mistimed that one. Um, which is a shame because their food menu looked really good and I was hoping to get there on the Sunday for Sunday lunch, but didn't manage it. Right. Um, okay, let's do the rating on this. So, I've known this beer for a number of years. Um, it's one of my top ten all-time beers, I think. Yeah. Um, I like the brewery. I like that there's very little bullshit with them. Um, and they just get on with brewing tasty interesting beers there is nothing to criticise this beer for it is exactly what it says it is it delivers exactly what it says it's going to deliver it's one of the finest examples of an IPA um, that I've tasted to date you know yeah. it's, it, it is superb I have no other reason <laughs> to give it a taste You're setting a bit standard there. It is Christmas. We are feeling the, the Christmas spirit. It's not even that. No, Roland, it's not even You're that. It's high like, level for where, me. How can I take a point off that yeah. beer when I like it? It's one of my favourite beers. Yeah, it's one you recommend to everyone. It, it delivers on exactly. what it says it's going to deliver. It does okay. all of the things that we ask beers okay. to do. Like, if I give it a nine and a half, that half a point is like, for what? Like, it's a great beer. So I can't give it anything else. I... Love the fact that you get that New Zealand white grape kind of thing there mm. that is recognisably New Zealand. I love the fact it's bitter. Mm. In, in a time when so many people have started shifting what they're doing, this and Axe Edge fit as like the beers that are like, this is what IPA should be about. Do you know, uh, like whenever I drink it, it's the beer I always think about while I'm drinking it and in a really good way. Um, yeah, I, I think they're a really good brewery, um, a great brewer. Uh, they like their coffee as well, incidentally. Yeah? Yeah, Pr- proper coffee people as well. Which um, was nice. And yeah, honestly, I'd love to disagree with you, but I can't. So it's going to be a 10 from me as well. Is that the first time we've both done a 10? It might be, yeah. I think, I think it is. It is. Um, yeah, Matt and well. Gordon, you've pulled out a good one. Yeah, but like, if you listen to what we ever criticise beers for, like... This doesn't do any of those things. There's no fat, there's no fuss. No. It says it's an NZ IPA. It is a New Zealand IPA. You know, they consistently brew it well. There's no silly things added to it. Yeah. It's a, the perfect percentage for the beer. Like, it, it, it's just all of the things that we ever say, oh, I wish they'd done that, I wish they'd done that. That's what they've done here. Well, the thing is, that's well, why like... we loved Axe Edge. That's why we love this. Like, and I love those, like, I, there's some really good, clever beers out there interesting ones that try to do weird things and different things and some of them work really well but if you kind of get brewers together chatting you can kind of know I, there's, as brewers I've talked to who will say like 
or what was the last beer you really enjoyed? And I will say something like, oh, it's the, it was a Hawkshead NZPA, or it was Books of Axe Edge, and the guy, yeah. Mm. Like, they, they acknowledge full well that is a standard set, and I think this is the kind of beer that gets acknowledgement within, from other brewers, it, yeah. Yeah, you know, really I, uh, so last night I had toothache and I went home and I couldn't really eat a lot and I was like, I'm just going to have a beer and sat, sat. And I went to the fridge and I pulled out two beers and the first beer was by a brewery who I love but it was one of those stupid, you know... Weird ones. Weird ones. And I, was, I drank and I was like... Ugh. And then the other one was an Axe Edge and I just went... Yep, that's what I should have done first. Went to bed after my axe edge and I was happy. So, yeah, it, 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 I think it is one of those beers that is uh, vastly underappreciated, but appreciated at the same time. Yeah. And on that, we should... Drink up and shut up and be done. Drink up, let people enjoy Christmas. We'll see you in the new year. Yeah, see you in 2018. Yeah, but for now, we are... Done. Done.